Welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Kill Booer. I'm the teaching pastor at the Delaware campus. And today we are in Matthew chapter 1. And uh, I just want to read to you verses 18 through 25. Some of the, some of the more famous, um, one of the more famous passages when it comes to Christmas time. And it says this, Now the birth of Jesus Christ uh, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Jesus literally means he saves, by the way. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and she called his name Jesus, and he called his name Jesus. We learn a number of things, obviously, in this passage. Um, You know, one, some of the just maybe more practical matters, right? Uh, We mentioned this, I think, briefly in the Drivecast last week that, you know, Mary is put in a very difficult position in some ways. She's given this incredible gift of getting to bear the very Son of God in her womb. And at the same time, um, that, that puts her in a socially difficult, socially awkward, relationally awkward position with her soon to be, right? husband, Joseph. And Joseph at first doesn't know what's going on, so he resolves to divorce her quietly because he assumes very naturally so that, you know, she's been unfaithful uh, to him. And so he resolves he's going to divorce her quietly, but then the angel says, no, don't do that. She's telling the truth, right? This child in her is from the Holy Spirit. And then what happens is we we learn two really important things, um, really about what is it that this baby means what's his mission right so when he when he says you're going to name him jesus for he will save his people from their sins that is in a sense jesus's mission statement when jesus comes he says the son of man came to seek and to save the lost jesus was not just a good teacher not just a good example uh, not just an inspiring person of course he was all those things but he is the savior He is the Son of God in the flesh who came to save us from our sins by dying on the cross as a substitute in our place. Our rebellion against God, the just punishment that we deserved because of sin, Jesus bore in his body on the tree at the cross for you and for me in love. And our sin debt The justice of God, paid for, absorbed by Christ in his body at the cross so that we might be forgiven and set free. That's what Jesus came to do. This little baby is going to grow up. He grew up, lived a perfect life, died a brutal death on the cross, and then rose again from the grave that we might be forgiven and have new life in and because of him. And then that second part, right, to fulfill what the prophet said about hundreds of years before, this statement, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, 
and they shall call him Emmanuel. Right? That's from Isaiah. And Emmanuel meaning God with us. And I just love, you know, all throughout the Old Testament, you see that God is certainly with his people. And yet there's also a sense of, uh, of distance in a sense. It, it, this idea of God's holiness. He is so holy, right? The people couldn't be near him um, or they would die. <laughs> the, holy, the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies one time, one day a year, and had to purify himself first. When God came on the mountain at Sinai, he comes in power. He says, you can't, you can't, the people can't come up here. When Moses says, let me see your face, he says, man, you can see my back when I walk by. You can see the train of my robe, basically, but I have to cover you. I have to cover your face, and you can't see my face lest you die. And now, God comes in the form of a baby. God, in all of his holiness, in all of his majesty, comes and dwells with us, wraps himself in humanity, in the form of this child, the Son of God comes down and is with us. And it's that, that's part of what we're celebrating at Christmas time. It's just the beauty and the power and, and the really almost inconceivable reality that is the incarnation. That, that God would step out of heaven and he would come down to earth and he would be born in this way and he would be with us. And even as we celebrate that, we recognize that you know, Jesus was with us. He walked among, among us. And now the Holy Spirit is in us. And yet one day we will be with him fully and forever when Jesus returns and he makes all things new. And God, we will be with him and he with us in the fullest sense forever and ever. Let's praise him for that. I'm going to pray for us and just thank God. And I encourage you to take some time to do so as well. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you loved us so much. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your own son into the world. Jesus, thank you that you took on flesh, that you came down to be with us, our wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. And Jesus, thank you that you came to seek and to save the lost. We love you. We cannot repay you, but we offer our lives back to you. Use us in whatever way you want. And Father, may you be first. Jesus, will you be first, center, first and center in our lives this Christmas season and beyond. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take some time now to pray for yourself.